Hello, everyone. Welcome to Popcast on the Rocks, episode 134. We're a podcast that talks about pop culture things that interest us, and sometimes there's whiskey. My name is John, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrea. How's it going? Good, good. Doing well on this uh, this Thursday, almost end of the week. How about yourself? Yeah, good. Hanging in there, keeping mm-hmm. on moving along, finding some some extra time for a few more uh, entertainment things. Finally, so yeah, yeah. you're cruising. Good. You've got, you're all over the place. I dig it. You've got old, new games, movies, Mm -hmm. shows. You're just, yeah. It's all like cut up into bite-sized pieces. It's (laughs) like a little this and a little of that um, at various times. uh, Yes, you've got uh, like a a sampler over here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Charcuterie of uh, amazing, uh, amazing entertainment, for sure. Yes. Um, all right. So today's episode was going to be a shorter one. We're going to talk about video games, uh, particularly Nintendo later in the episode before that, um, just a couple new releases to talk about and our, our weeks of what we've been up to. And, um, to kick it off, we should talk drinks. Yes. Yes. We are now in the second month of 2023. Not much going on so far in this, in this short month. Um, but it is National Stout Month. If you are into the stouts, I've never been a huge fan, but mm. I know there's people out there. I think didn't Ashley go through kind of a stout phase for a while? Yeah, yeah, and I did too. Um, kind of, she was into them, and I think I feel like that kind of drug me into it as well at a point. Yeah, you're along for the and, ride. Yeah, I um, I really do appreciate a good stout but Mm -hmm. so often i'm having beer with a meal and the stout's kind of a large part of the meal so if it's one of those things like you're going to um you know i forgot the name of a place it's a good place that has great fries in like saint paul or whatever and you're just getting fries and a beer fine right you know right pretzel and a beer but if you if you're gonna have yourself a burger or you're eating pizza a stout is not generally refreshing and it's heavy and yeah so yeah it's like doubling your meal yeah it's just finding the right situation for it yep well if you're so inclined this is the month to celebrate or to try it out if you if you haven't before just you know watch your food intake um and then on the uh, first Saturday of the month, February 4th, it was International Pisco Sour Day, which nice. is a specific type of alcohol. I believe it's a der- derivation of brandy, um, mm. and it is the national drink of Peru and Chile. Nice. A little nice. bit of trivia for you. Yeah. It looks My cool. Aunt never... Like, it looks like a fun drink that I will someday try to enjoy when I'm not pregnant. Sure. Yeah, my aunt lived in Peru uh, for quite a while, and uh, really, she, I didn't know that. You no, know, never. Yeah, she never. I don't know. Brought me, made me a pisco sour. I guess what the heck. Oh, yeah, I have to confront her. Be like, ah, uh, what's up with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. They lived in Peru, and they, you know, they lived in this like what used to be an old drug cartel boss's mansion. 
So it had like a big courtyard cool. and they had armed guards and the whole like deal. So yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't they didn't uh, want to leave their house a lot, but uh it it yeah. Their how did that nice like anyways. fall out? Like how did they get to Copper this mining. place? Like okay. Copper mining. Okay. They don't like to let people mine in the States. So they, they like kind of forced in different places. And so Peru sure. was copper mining for quite a bit. So interesting, man. Yeah. People mm -hmm. just have interesting stories. I love hearing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm not, uh, of course, of course you aren't, but I'm not celebrating either, mm -hmm. either of these days as, um, either. Um, and, uh, but I do have a drink. It's um, okay. in honor of something else going on. If you <gasps> can us, see my tie, uh, yes. it might give you a hint, maybe. Um, the It's blue and silver stripes. Yeah. Sometimes it should be yes. blue and golden stripes. Yeah. So yes. my house of choice, Ravenclaw, I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy. I have a homemade sort of butterbeer-esque drink. So it's just a mix real quickly of things i know there's a million different okay i won't exaggerate recipes. that much there are a there are seemingly dozens of yeah. recipes for butterbeer so i'm just like it needs butterscotch in there for some reason you know or, or of, of some type whether it's chips or butterscotch snaps so yeah yeah i've seen a lot of different um like yours is kind of the more traditional milkier version but i've seen recently a lot of people make like frozen versions like slushy kind mm. of things so i feel like there's just a there's a million different ways you can like interpret how to make a butter beer um, yeah so yeah just, i prefer it fun. i prefer the foamy kind of type of thing sometimes mm -hmm. even warm or whatever um mm -hmm. like a hot butter rum sort of thing yeah the um at universal studios in the wizarding world they have uh, their butter beer that I had. They like sell in just a bottle, and it's cold and thin, more like a juice. Um, mm, sure. I think. Wait, no, I actually never mind. I'm thinking of their pumpkin, their pumpkin juice. Pumpkin juice. That was sure. pumpkin juice. Yeah, I don't remember what the butter beer was like there. Actually, now that I think of it, I just crossed the two in my mind. So, I'll have to look back at pictures. Okay. So, but either way, this is good. I added a little bit of uh, peanut butter whiskey as well, just for a little more. I just, I don't know, goes along cake. with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're in the so. same flavor profile, so it works. Yeah. So that's what I'm drinking. Um, yeah, I said I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy, but we'll get to be, me in a second. How has your week been? What have you been up to? Um, I have not been up to, you know, your, your bits and bites of different... Uh, pop culture i've just been super busy so the only thing i've been able to sit down and watch which i now feel is precipitous is ghosts um okay yeah because yep. yep i've just been continuing on that i've watched like four more episodes i think i'm all caught up to where they are live time now um it is precipitous because it's really going to balance out what i'm going to start watching tonight which is okay. you, the new season of you on Netflix. Um, okay. Whereas Go Ghost is lighthearted and comedic and like, you know, adorable ensemble cast of lovable ragtag group of misfits. Um, you is definitely 
like let's get ready for murder mind games manic obsession like darkness um, okay so yeah so i'm really gonna gonna flip the coin and just dive into that world tonight and i'm excited about but it's, it so it's a fictional thing is it based on a book or anything yeah or? it's 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 fiction um i don't know if it's based on a book actually or based on any sort of other media um but uh, Probably, probably the thing that it's just best known for is Penn Badgley stars in it. Um, so he just plays like the main character, Joe Goldberg, who can't help but when he meets a girl, just like manically obsess over her. Mm. And his love always goes <laughs> to some very dark places from his very good or, or at least seemingly very good intentions. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it's it's just excellent show. If you haven't been watching it, do it because it's amazing. Uh, this is part one of season four, which is just dropped, and then part two is going to drop in about a month. Okay, yeah, I don't I don't think I've heard of it. Yeah, it's uh... absolutely excellent. Far cry from his uh, Gossip Girl days. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. All right, well, that sounds fun. Um, yeah, like you said, I, I kind of had a real variety of things. Um, I mentioned Hogwarts Legacy up top. I, I have to talk about that a little bit anyways, because yes. it really is. the. It was supposed to come out last year. Got pushed back. It's okay. We have kids now. Less time to play it. Whatever. I'm not mad about it. But um, it's uh, it's been really it's been really good. Like a lot of times throughout the years, I've just asked, why can't we have a competent game in X universe, whatever it is, you know, and whatever thing, why can't we really feel like we're there? And, and it's so often for years, it was, they would just give it to some team and they know it would sell because it's based on an IP and it just wasn't all that fleshed out or whatever. Well, when they first showed this game, I was a little surprised by the scope and thus far playing it. Um, it's living up to the expectations, I guess it's, um, that's awesome. It looks nice. It controls well. You really do like just run around Hogwarts school and the school grounds and Hogsmeade. And like, it's just, it's there and it's, it feels fleshed out. You can go and look at the statues, the little bits of lore all over the place. This takes place much earlier. So there's a few names you recognize, but mostly mm -hmm. not. So they, they start you off with a story that's pretty like really throws you in there it's epic They're, they make your character more special or whatever it's not just so like you know like they're giving you a i don't know like harry potter's the chosen one or whatever you're right. clearly special for some reason um mm -hmm. it controls well um it's got the music it's got the look i don't know i'm just I, if I had all the time in the world, Ashley and I both said we'd be like on that six hours a day, both of us. <laughs> Just <laughs> it's it's been a, kind of a dream come true in terms of getting to live out that Hogwarts sort of thing. You need to make your own character. Awesome. You get to import your stuff from Pottermore or the Wizarding World's website. So yeah. if you've taken the sorting test there, um, it gives you your yeah. wand and all that stuff. So it'll bring your house and your wand type and all that into the game. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's just That's pretty fun. great. Yeah. So I got the, the, the butterbeer. I've got the, the Ravenclaw tie. Cause I am a Ravenclaw, of course. 
And um, yes, you're looking very yeah. scholarly, academic, as a Ravenclaw should. Yeah, I better put on my I better put on my spectacles. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Really, really mm -hmm. completing the Professor John look over here. Yeah, it's my quill, quill and ink. Um, <laughs> bring uh, him Alan, some parchment Alan, this... for God's sake. I know. Yeah, Accio <laughs> parchment. Um, Alan brings up a good point. Um, been talking about our friend Melissa's Twitch channel recently on the podcast, just letting people know they should follow her. MJ honeybee. Um, she's, uh, she's been playing the new, uh, Hogwarts legacy game now as well. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I can't watch her now for spoilers. Normally she's playing dead by daylight. So there's lots of that content from her as well. If you're interested, but, uh, yeah, be sure to check out MJ honeybees channel on Twitch. And follow her on YouTube too, as she does clips. So mm -hmm. if you're um, maybe you don't have Hogwarts Legacy and you want to watch someone play it, that's a good place to turn. So I will um, keep you updated on this game as I go forward. Um, awesome. See if it lets me down anywhere or whatnot. But yeah, so far, really cool. Really, really cool. So far, um, dreams do come true. I know. I know. They do. <laughs> um, other gaming. Things Hi-Fi Rush dropped on Game Pass. It's a mm -hmm. kind of a surprise game during the Xbox event the other week. It showed up, and it's made by the studio Tangle Gameworks that made um, Evil Within games. So this is a very, mm -hmm. very different sort of game. A little more anime-ish vibe. When I first saw it, I thought like Jet Set Radio Future type of thing. It's a kind of rhythm-based game. Um, I haven't got to play too much of it, but a few... I did a couple boss battles and stuff in there. It's gorgeous. It controls well. And it really reminds me of a days gone of uh, like, like a yesteryear of gaming, sort of a late 90s, early 2000s, sort of, I don't know, like um, Glover, Spyro. Um, mm, sure. Uh, like just an action kind of game that, you it's pretty linear you don't have to figure out where to go you collect a lot of things a lot of ratchet and clank sort of elements there's some platforming things and it's just really fun it's just super fun lighthearted. so it's a good game to jump in and drop out so it's worked well for me to do those little bite-sized game sessions with so hi-fi rush nice. also fun um, and the last thing I want to mention, mention is, um, the mission impossible movies. Um, I've started going through the mission impossible movies. I feel bad because I knew we were going to talk about last of us, but it's like watching these new things and the heavy stuff, as I mentioned, has like been difficult to, uh, to make myself yeah. do. So I've been like doing familiar for the most part on television. Mm -hmm. Um, going back to some things I've seen before. I haven't seen in a while that, um, I feel are like generally more lighthearted or something. And so I've started over mission impossible and made it through the first two. Um, yeah. I don't remember what triggered this exactly. Maybe our Tom Cruise discussion the other I was, week. I was going to say, you're just like really starting early for the new mission impossible. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a little breather, a little breather before I go down to three, I think, you know, sure. spend a little time with the, um, you know, with the Harry Potter game, if I can, and some of that, I'll, I'll space mm -hmm. it out. But, um, yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you've seen all of them, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to talk sometime about like our favorites and stuff like that. Yeah. 
yeah, that'd be a good franchise to cover. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I was also being you brought up a Netflix thing. I wanted to say yeah, my I was Netflix ask thing. You about this. this show is so good. Um, friend of the show, Mike, um, it's been on here. He recommended this to me. It's called uh, Physical Bet. It's a Physical 100. It's a Korean competition show that's mm -hmm. just like they found uh, military, ex military firefighters, bodybuilders models dancers people in all sorts of categories that are the peak physical fitness in mm -hmm. their respective kind of area and they bring them in in what they kind of clearly vibe off of a squid game kind of competition yeah, I was say, just getting the and, sneak peek here yeah and so everybody's on there they're so nice they're all like com complimenting each other's physiques and like oh my god you're so jacked you, you know you're like such a good mm -hmm. body and all this stuff and like but then they just have to go through these series of competitions where they get eliminated and they can win a bunch of money at the end. And mm -hmm. um, it's it's just all it's really good. It's a lot of fun because this show is. It's not about the drama. It's not mm -hmm. about people trying to hook up with one another or something like that mm -hmm. whilst doing a competition show. It's just a competition show. And everybody here is so nice so far. And like cooperating and the challenges they set forth for them are really good. Mm -hmm. And then like there's men and women competing in the same thing. So they're just like very realistic about all that stuff. And it's interesting to sure. see who does well where. And it's a good time. It's I've been having a lot of fun with this competition show, Physical 100 on Netflix. So I first two things to say about this. First of all, I totally definitely want to watch this. This looks awesome. Um, second of all, the way you described it at the end there sort of reminded me of it's like a physical challenge version of the Great British Baking Show because mm. like nobody on Great British Baking Show is like trying to hook up with each other. There's like a spirit of cooperation, even though they're competing yeah. against each other. It's literally just about like the the product and the spirit of competition, yeah. which it sounds like this is too, where you're not like having faux like interpersonal drama or you know people are trying to hook up or whatever like you said yeah in a in a in a weird way uh you know just it reminded me of that and reminded me how much like i appreciate that when it's just sometimes like i don't need added things i don't need artifice i don't need you know yeah extra drama i just want to watch these people like compete against each other and that's interesting mm -hmm. enough I think there's a little bit of a cultural element to it as well. Like they're not like, of course they want to, they all want to be the well, best. Yeah. They want to be the best, but at the same time, they're all like impressed and give great, like admiration for others, such a respect yeah. for others. Like you've achieved this, look what you're able to do. Like, and a lot of them are known in, you know, public figures in a way or whatever. And they just like some of the competitions I've seen where they kind of like, Hey, let's, forget about these rules exactly. And I want to do this because like man to man, mm -hmm. let's see who can, who's better. Or like someone can take the easy route out and they choose instead to, to choose a, a like strong competitor, you know, just mm -hmm. to test themselves. And so it's just yeah. been a really inspirational show. I like stand mm -hmm. there when the one watching this and like do like curls and stuff. Cause it's just like, <laughs> it's a, it's an inspirational show for sure. It's a lot of fun. So if you start That's it, awesome. let me know what you think. I definitely will. All right. Um, that's been our weeks. Um, we really just have one big thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. It uh, went down yesterday. 
a Wednesday. So it's a perfect time to talk about while it's still fresh in everyone's minds, the Nintendo mm-hmm. Direct. Um, it was one rumored for February, but people were like, I don't know, are they gonna, are they gonna, are they not gonna? And then like the day before, or maybe two days, they announced they were gonna have a direct 40 minute direct on games mostly coming out in the first half of 2023. So mm-hmm. um yeah, you get to you get to watch this direct. Yes, I did. I did. Um, and I I love I've been loving every like direct that Nintendo's Nintendo's been doing in just the terms of like they keep it short, snappy, moving. Um, you know, there's not too much like extra time doing things. They're showing a lot of gameplay for th- games. They know when to dwell on a game. They know when to like, you know, kind of do like a multi like, hey, here's a bunch of games under the same umbrella. Like, let's just show a bunch of clips from each, um, you know, like we we have like a host, quote unquote, walking us through everything, but he's not like really what it's about. But he also. Um, you know, I, I just, I thought of this at the end when he was basically like, Oh, Hey everyone, thanks for sticking with us. Like, here's our last segment. I was like, this is what like a host should do is just, (laughs) here's like interesting things. I'm going to be here for like a second. Now I'm going to tell you when the last thing is, hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Like just. I don't know why this was like so difficult a couple of years ago for like the many releases and sneak previews that we watched, but like take notes guys, this is it. Nintendo has a good formula and like Xbox's event the other week was clearly taking notes. I think from Mm -hmm. this for sure. Yeah. I think they're, they're listening, you know, so um, it's gotta be easier to do as well than some of these other productions they try to do. Right. Um, yeah like we don't need frills we don't need fancy things we just want you to like show us what's going on tell us Mm -hmm. when we can Mm -hmm. we can access it and then get out of here Mm -hmm. so as far as what they actually announced give me Mm -hmm. your overall impression and then um maybe we can dive into some of the things that really stood out to you yeah so i um i kind of noticed a couple of different like themes going on i mean of course we have a lot of like classics that are I'm 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 loving like the focus on classics being like remastered or reoffered in different formats, be it, you know, like we're remastering this game um, or, you know, we're releasing like old uh, Game Boy or Game Boy Advance games now on our online service. Like this is this is the way to like grab people and do that kind of stuff like like nod to your classics you've got new things new spin-offs of classics so you know what people want what they like give it to them in more formats good job on that um but that doesn't mean you're not developing new content new interesting content um and then also one other thing that i really noticed is a lot of these games, I sort of noticed it early on and then really got it later. Narrative games, man, those are mm. making like huge, huge splash in this. I feel like at least half of the games that were announced here uh, were narrative based. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I just um, just felt like like that was a, a trend that I was noticing 
here. I think I think you're right. I um I follow a few people that really have kind of have issue with this. And uh, though I like a lot of their content, I, I do disagree on, on this because I think we're getting some of these narrative games because we're maybe actually getting some different people involved mm -hmm. in the gaming space. And mm -hmm. um, like other games, I don't think are going away. You know, it's, uh, there's always right. that fear in the gaming industry, like, oh, it's going to be all this kind of game and all that kind of game. And we have trends, but, you know, usually we still get something of everything. And um, so I just think of our friend Tara that hadn't played video games for a long time. I brought her up on the show before and like she picked up a switch and now she plays quite a bit on there. It seems like, right. That's great. You know, I'm excited that someone else has gotten back into gaming after years and years and years of not doing it, or maybe just a couple of things on their phone. So um, yeah, it's just a, a greater variety of games. The switch is a perfect platform for these things. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. a little bigger screen, some controls, so it's a little more comfortable yet, you know, you can bring it with you to be able to yeah, read through the, the narrative, uh, elements and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think it's good. It's cool. Um, yeah, what did you think? What are your overall I, impressions? I mean, I can tell some games that you're very excited about, obviously. Yeah. There's there's notes um, with exclamation points and there's notes without them. So, <laughs> yeah. well, even the notes I took, I still kind of only put things I was interested in. There's still a lot right. of left out. It was a pretty packed show. Um, yeah. I have to say there's Nintendo has like, they always have so much in the chamber. There's always so mm -hmm. much potential there's like stored energy waiting to become kinetic energy with Nintendo. And so often <laughs> it doesn't become kinetic energy. And so it's always this anticipation that's always kind of half, you know, and eventually we always get it, but it's just a slow burn. Mm -hmm. And um, this direct, they really like dropped the hammer. I think um, mm -hmm. they really laid some of it out there. I think it was pretty impressive. We'd seen a number of these things and these were new looks. But the day and day releases, particularly of Game yeah. Boy and Game Boy Advance then games. Mm -hmm. I mean, I played a little bit of just original Tetris on my Switch. That's what I wanted. Oh, gee, yeah, I'm so excited. Original Tetris. Yes. Yes. No, no frills, no other modes, just Tetris. Yep. Um, so that's very satisfying. I'm looking forward to the Game Boy Advance Zelda games to come to the system, mm -hmm. to the service. When once Nintendo's done putting everything on this service, if they maintain it over every console generation, it is going to be an incredibly valuable, awesome service mm -hmm. that's maintaining classic games that are can be played for generations yet. Because mm -hmm. it's part of Nintendo's game design is they really stick often to making stuff that can be enjoyed for a very long time. Mm -hmm. They don't always do these things that rely on kind of the most current technology. And it's sort mm -hmm. of all of a sudden ages real fast. You know, yep. there's a lot of games on the PlayStation one. You don't want anything to do with. They're not fun to, especially if you hadn't let you don't have a nostalgic connection, but you can go yeah. way back to the NES games and still have a blast with a lot of them. So, um, they've got a really good service of compiling here. And I was very excited to see game boy and game boy advanced games coming to that online service. Yeah, I agree. There's there's deal. something there's something about like the style of these games that that no matter what you do, it's nostalgic rather than like tragic. 
you mm. know, when, when you see this like kind of retro throwback like game um, or like gaming style, there's it, it's never been reliant on technology. So when you play it, you don't look back and go, oh, sad, like that was the best technology you could do. It's it's literally right. just like this is a fun like rewind. Whereas mm-hmm. like you're saying, like other games you play it and you're like, ouch, like this is really yeah. impacting my enjoyment of this. Yep. Like a lot of people aren't going to enjoy going back to the original Resident Evil 2 and playing that unless you had already and now you have a connection to it from your childhood or whatever. Right. But you can absolutely give a kid, you know, something from the Super Nintendo and they can have a blast with it, you know, mm-hmm. um, holds up. So, yeah. Yeah, I was very, very surprised about that. Um, glad it happened finally. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of other fun things in here. I always wanted to try Splatoon. Maybe I'll get into that sometime. Uh, it was fun to see Samba de Amigo back. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, the big thing for me was Metroid Prime. Like, I've been yeah, waiting for Metroid figured. Prime for a long time. We know 4 is a ways off yet and stuff, but. Um, people were like, are they going to release the trilogy? Are they going to not do anything to it? Are they just going to port it to the switch? Like all these questions. Well, they released just the first one. So it looks like they'll do them individually. You can, um, and it is a remaster. Like it looks good. I've started it. It looks, it looks really good. It looks how your mind remembers it looking before, you know, (laughs) it looks, it looks how you remember it. Versus like if you actually went back and looked at it and be like, oh yeah, that's that is a lot rougher and blurrier and all that stuff. So um yeah, it controls good, it feels good, it sounds good. Um, and it's not full price. Often Nintendo likes to do like, hey, this is an old game, but maybe it's gonna be full price. It's like 40 bucks or whatever. Nice. It's available digitally right now. So it's great. If you're I don't know. It's a game that inspired many games to come, I think, and um, it's very well done. So um, the, you could have stopped there. You could have just had the direct and said, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance <laughs> games online, and Metroid Prime's out. We're good. We're good. But That would have um, been John's show. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But we got to see um, that they're going to have a Yoshi themed new track for the next mm-hmm. Mario Kart wave, which I'm excited about because some of the waves have been like, there's not as many unique tracks. They're original ones. They're pulling it from the, the mobile game and from past games, which is fine. And I like that, but it's fun to have new ones as well. Right. So that'll be cool. Um, and then capping it off with Zelda, like just cherry on top, you know, um, right. coming in May, they showed the special edition. It's like, mm, I have to get that. Um, so kind of figured, <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else stand out to you? Yeah, there were a couple of games that things, I was. But... Yeah, I was. I was excited about. Um, I really thought Sea of Stars looked pretty cool. Like that would be something I would play. Mm. I loved like the music that they were working with. Um, the composer, just I think both of it fit together in like evoking a mood for the gameplay, but then also just like being really cool to just listen to as you, as you went. So I was, I was pleasantly um, intrigued by sea of stars. Um, Obviously I was really excited about, like I said, 
like OG Tetris, Mario, Zelda, Game Boy games, like just mm-hmm. this is this is the way to promote your online service, Nintendo. Excellent. And obviously Kirby is a part of that. Uh, Return to Dreamland Deluxe, like looked a lot of fun. Replay Megalore. Um, I love a good like build your power kind of story. And obviously you can't resist Kirby world characters. So that looked really fun. Cool. Um, Bayonetta, Bayonetta Origins looked really fun just because like you almost play like co-op with yourself. Like you have two different controllers. Right, yeah. Controlling your two like different. Um, so yeah. So I just thought that was, that was a fun concept and an interesting way to like tackle um, Cereza's story of, you know, kind of taking it out of like Bayonetta world and doing like this pre-origin. So that okay. one looked cool to me. Um, and then the old, the other one oh, that I, I mean, obviously was excited about Mario Kart and Zelda because classic. But uh, the only like weird misstep I thought was like this random game called Omega Strikers, which is basically mm. like that air hockey game that you play with like yeah. three characters. And I was just sort of like, this is this is a really good like party game if everybody can take a character and it can just be this like wild frenetic energy but if you're playing like solo i don't i don't get how you would play this game because like because like air hockey is literally just like outpourings of frenetic energy there's no like rhyme or reason like nobody plays air hockey for the strategy of it it's literally just like you go to an arcade and just like shove the puck at each other and just like freak out (laughs) And like that's the kind of like frenetic energy I think of of like that would be a really hilarious party game where everybody's just like, oh my god, hit the thing, do the thing, and like whatever. But yeah, just like the thought about playing it solo is just sort of like, oh, that's a little sad. Yeah, well, I'm sure sure we play it online, you know, with someone else. So yeah, hopefully, like, with obviously other a lot more fun to play in person with someone as you can be yelling at them and whatever, you know. But yeah um it could be fun i think it was i think it was yeah. free to play right free to play online sort of thing maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. um so renato's in the chat hey uh thanks for jumping in renato if you watched the nintendo direct let us know what you were excited for there um if anything was appealing to you <laughs> all strategy um, yeah he's, he's all not strategy the way i approach hockey that is not the way i approach air hockey <laughs> he's seeing it's like the it's like the woman with the math going by the meme and she's he's just like yeah. calculating all the angles you know every ricochet is just like yeah, he sees it coming mm-hmm. that's Renato whereas my my brain hockey. is like playing you know music from uh, amiga de samba yeah. And just like Saba de Amigo and just like, ha ha ha. Like, yeah. that's yep. my strategy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I like overall, I just think it was a it was a really tight, good event. Mm-hmm. I think that I can't ask more from a, uh, a Nintendo event than this. I feel like there's a little bit of something for everyone. Like you say, really pulling back classics, kind of remaking them, new spins on them, plus with new things coming out as well. Right. Um, Nintendo just has it right. Um, I hope they're not. Um, I hope that the next generation that comes up is not a radical departure. That's, guess, mm-hmm. I guess, my concern. I'm thinking there'll be a new Switch next spring or something like that. Um, 
I'm really counting on it being called the Super Nintendo Switch. I feel like that's a missed opportunity if it's not. <laughs> and I hope that everything is compatible. It just is, it feels yes. like it's just mm -hmm. a more powerful Switch. They have they have a platform they're building upon here, and I really hope they don't fumble it. Like now is not the time for Nintendo get, to get weird, you know, or to get weird about your games. Access. Yes, you just mm -hmm. you need to, you know. I know they had their day, kind of like Disney had their day of like. We'll take this out of the vault and we'll put it back in. We'll take this out of the mm -hmm. vault and we'll put it back in. And every few years, we'll get a different version on the same format. And then every few more years, you have to buy it again on, you know, DVD and then Blu-ray and then 4K right. Blu-ray, whatever, you know, like, but we're, we're past, we need to be past that. Mm -hmm. And Nintendo, I, I hope realizes we're past that. You have to build yourself a platform that can go with you into the future so people can mm -hmm. carry their game libraries with them. And if they don't do that, I, the Nintendo love can only go so far. I feel like at mm -hmm. some point, like they'll be like, we're, you know, you, everyone else is doing this. You can't not do this. Mm -hmm. So I don't yeah, want to bring it down. You... It was a good event. No, 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 no. I think, um, I think. The only other criticism I light criticism I would have had or concern I would have had is um, they do clearly have levels to their online online service. Um, I don't remember. It was like the service and then like some sort of like exclusive something. I just caught it like it's like briefly. online and then online plus expansion pass. I believe Ex is what expansion it's pass. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I was, I was already concerned, like you have two different levels, like this is enough limitation. Like, like you said, don't start limiting like game access, like version access, like let people bring over what, what their gaming libraries are because yeah, you, when you're just building a base, you can't start out with already like six different roadblocks. It's like mm -hmm. the way that, um. HBO Max started so sloppily where we were like HBO Go. Yeah. HBO, HBO Max. Like, what do you have? What what is different? Like, don't yep. make these mistakes. Yep. I think that it makes sense. I don't think they need to go more than three tiers. Two mm -hmm. is good right now. I'm fine with mm -hmm. that, but I think they could manage a third a third if they want. So you get tier one that gives you I'm not looking this up, I just from memory or wherever I believe it is. So first tier gives you your cloud saves. So mm -hmm. you buy your games, you play them, whether they're cartridge based or, or digital and your saves get saved to your account tied to your Nintendo account that wherever you go on any new switch or whatever, it shows these are the games you've played and here's your save data. Mm -hmm. And then um, it gives you access to a retro catalog of games mm -hmm. so as long as you're connected to online you can go and you can access games from you know what's now the nintendo the super nintendo the genesis um which is fun nintendo 64 game boy and game boy advance um i feel like they could next slot in another tier if they want if they want to do gamecube games and mm -hmm. wii games and like Wii U games or something like that, you know, like say, hey, these little more modern ones take a little more oomph. They got one more tier in there. Otherwise, keep compiling on the first one. Mm -hmm. And then the second tier gives you all that plus all the DLC that comes with a lot of other things. Yep. So like all the new Mario Kart waves 
I just get automatically because I have the expansion pass one. And so I'm just going to automatically get those. And I think, I think it's great, great value, simple. It's not expensive. They have room to increase the price. So Mm -hmm. yeah. I'd be interested to see like who, who would be interested in that like second tier involving like Wii and Wii U. Cause I feel like that was, that was, well, I mean, GameCube too. I'm sort of yeah. taking GameCube out of the equation just in my brain because Wii and Wii U was, was just such like a an odd blip in the gaming world. It was so hot and then so cold. Yeah. You know, yep. so it just, it sort of boggles my mind sometimes like how, how quick that came on and how quick everybody was like just absolutely gaga and like Wii was the thing and then it mm-hmm. really, really wasn't. Yep. And it puts them in a tough situation because they can see, they should be able to see now where this, that sort of odd innovation helps them. Mm-hmm. But now going forward, those, a lot of those games are difficult to translate because they're motion based. Exactly. And so they're relying on an odd control scheme that um, games have to sometimes be retooled to work on traditional controls. And, um, so that, yeah, I foresee that being a problem for them going forward. Alan brings up that a lot of Wii U games are already being sold to switch games. That's hundred percent true. I mean, Mario Kart is, was a Wii yeah. U game, you know, like, um, absolutely they, um, which makes sense. The Wii U was such a utter failure, um, that, uh, needed to happen. So yeah, you couldn't just throw out all the work you did in Mario Kart. Um, no because so just because the wii u is a failure yeah i get it yeah um okay i mean that's about it i just i'm really excited there's too many games to play right now mm-hmm. hi-fi rush dead space um hogwarts legacy um metroid prime all the old classic game boy games i have access to now yeah um, was, and then i was really uh, soon zelda I was pleasantly surprised by how much um, was available same day, mm-hmm. you know, or shortly like a after demo the presentation. Available anyways. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't full content, it was at least like go check this out. Like you know, have a little teaser, wet your appetite over here, and you know, and for th- I think it's smart because, like you said, this one was focused on things that are coming out in the first half of this year you're not dropping a teaser on people and expecting them to remember it for another year. You're expecting them to, to get excited for something that's coming in like a month or two. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's really smart to, to just be that timely. Yep. Yep. All right. That's the big Nintendo direct, um, from this past week, everybody that has Thumbs a up. Nintendo switch. Yeah. Get out there and play some Nintendo games. If you don't have a Nintendo Switch, go ahead and get one, you know, before they come <laughs> up with a new version. Um, get, get some good timing in, in, in there yet. So, um, otherwise, that'll do it from us. This has been Popcast on the Rocks, episode 134. Um, make sure that you go again and check out MJ Honeybee. That's uh, capital M-J-H, Honeybee, capital B on that, like a bumblebee. Um, she's on Twitch. 
go ahead and uh, go check her out. I think if you're happening to be watching this live right now, she is live currently playing Hogwarts Legacy. So go and do that. Killing the Flower, they wrote a theme song. You should check them out on um, Instagram and music streaming services like Apple and Spotify and YouTube. So go ahead and take a look at them, please. And um, we'll be back soon. We'll be back soon again. We got uh, some more crazy news to talk about. And mm -hmm. um, please subscribe, share, follow, and all the places so you know where we are next and um, what's going on here. So, Andrea, thanks again for joining me. Of course. As always, cheers, everybody. <laughs>